0: Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! there well, we go. There's, there's
1: no G. Bush today. He's still suffering summer.
0: from Brown's flu. What? We I'm excited. Up. I got. A, I got an eight-page dissertation on Baker Mayfield. Oh and by God. the way, contrary to popular belief, there's a mixed bag of good and bad here. This is not all bad or all good. It's facts about <laughs> Baker Mayfield coming up. Well, I mean, it's but it's basically most a Brown show. Oh, you well, gotta yeah, let how this many go. Pages, I, not, you're kidding, right? It it's is not eight, eight pages, big. but I'm, it's only gonna amount <laughs> to about to about uh, two pages worth of stuff.
2: But I've got some interesting stuff. I'm actually because I thought it was necessary because this you're both. Well, I feel like I'm in the middle here. We <laughs> actually are sitting perfectly. He is a well, Baker. let me start bro. with this. He, he's an admitted Brent Baker, bro. It has not. I I'm always admitted
1: as if that's like like. Like Are a you, toxic thing. I'm an admitted like, alcohol. Well, no. <laughs> <No, laughs> well, I have to admit it. No, because I'm a you, baker pro. You
2: never said it before. Whoa, 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 whoa. You well, never well. said you always like had us believe in it, maybe, but you yeah. never fully came up with it. I fully came. Listen. Out. First of all, I think the term is silly. Yeah. I, I do. What the Baker bro. I invented yeah. that term, by the way. <laughs> well and the new I one, still think it's silly. Fine, that's fine.
0: I don't know that I actually invented it, but I think I did. And the new now we have the Watson Warriors. That's a new group. And
1: that's just as silly. <laughs> the notion and, and we talked about this yesterday, the notion that you pick a camp. Yeah. And then regardless of all the new intel that you get, that's right. you stay in that well, camp? That's right. It is,
0: well, is, is too American. Well, that's it's bad. too that's it's, not got, it's not good. It's not good. And I will say this. Well, before we get to Baker, let's talk let's talk about the positive. And that's the Steelers lost. Yeah, they
3: lost.
0: Boy, show of hands, who was nervous
1: though? In this I got thing. a little they nervous. They started
2: coming back. Yeah. It was twenty-one
1: nothing. I was doing the show, so I couldn't watch the first half. Yeah. but I'm watching it on my phone and I'm following it. And I thought this thing's over. Yes, yeah, whatever. Well, not only goes. was it twenty-one. By the time I
0: got home, it was a one-score game. Well, not only was it twenty-one nothing. It was twenty-one nothing, and the Bills were kicking a field goal to go up twenty-four 0 And it was blocked. And it got blocked. And then the Steelers scored to make it twenty-one seven at the half. Yeah, because when I came off the set, it was twenty-one seven. I'm like, what right. happened? The Bills were driving.
1: Yes, blocked field goal. They got a touchdown. Yeah, and now, it, it got very nervous for me. But I was not surprised at all by that result. No, no the Steelers not, ultimately
0: yeah, never had the ball down one score. They did cut it to one score, but then the Bills right had to kick off yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I'll give the Steelers credit. I mean. Unlike the, most of the other teams that lost this weekend, they, they, they gave effort. Yeah. They played pretty. Well. I mean, they were listen. The Bills were a way better team, way better, and and they were the biggest Steelers, were the biggest underdog of the week of the whole weekend. And great, outside of the, the, the Ra- they were the, they played the second best of the losers. The Rams obviously played the best of the losing. Teams. I
1: would I would but they buy the that. Second yeah, because best. the other six games were blowouts. Yeah, the other four. Four. The games, other four I'm sorry, were all garbage. Total. Yeah, terrible games. Yeah, uh, unwatchable games. Even last night, yeah. unwatchable. Um, but yeah, I still, I think we should commend the Steelers though. Yeah, no, they, for deserve sure. it. they overachieved as the Browns did. But once yeah. they got into the playoffs, they didn't fold like a tent. Nope. Like the Browns did. If the Browns had given that kind of effort and played with that kind of heart, I believe their talent was enough to overcome Houston. Sure. But they didn't bring it. And they it. weren't playing nearly as good a team. Now, and Houston's they still good.
2: talking about firing Mike Tomlin, aren't they? I no. think
1: Tomlin, if anything, I think he walks away. The talk is about
0: him leaving. Yeah, right. that's the biggest They're thing. They're not going to fire and him.
1: And last night, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody has different viewpoints on this. Some yeah. people were upset. Some people were like, it, it, talk about the game. Don't talk about the future. That's Leave that for tomorrow. And Tomlin huffed away from the podium. I don't have any problems with that. I mean, if you want to talk about the game, I'm here to talk about the game. We can talk all you want about the game. There's plenty of time to talk about the
0: future. Let's dissect that down the road. Let's talk about the game tonight. That's why I'm here. My opinion, he did the wrong thing in leaving. However, I give him a pass because 99, 999 times out of 1,000, he's amazing with the media and he's always willing to answer questions. So I'll give him a pass. It was a frustrating (laughs) loss. I, I agree with Jason. He could have just said, hey, I'm not talking about that today, and then taken the next He should have. That's what he probably should have done, He knew he but was going to get that question. I think yeah. there, yeah, was, yeah, there yeah. was obviously pre-thought to that. Yeah. He knew it was coming. Yeah. And
1: he had told himself before he got to the podium, the first question I hear about my future, I'm gone. They were
0: on the road against a much better team <clears throat> with a terrible quarterback. <laughs> And their best player hurts, and they and they played yeah. they played a, a good game. I, I thought they he should. Pro- be if he would have
2: played, they probably would have. Yeah, we'll never know. Yeah. I don't. You know,
0: he's the kind of guy that can make a difference
1: in that game. Sure, is he enough for them to beat the Bills? I still doubt it. I don't think so. You weren't but. here yesterday, so why don't you give us your quick thoughts on the Browns' effort in Houston, so
2: our viewers that watch us regularly can get your ideas. Oh, I mean, I, I was disappointed in it. I mean, defensively, I thought that this whole season they've been very solid they play really good and i thought going into this game the reason that i was not worried is because i thought you know you got this great pass rush and you got this great secondary and you know the the thing that got to me at the beginning of that game was the first thing that that got me was when they when nico collins ran the over route and he beat denzel i'm try, i'm sitting there trying to think to myself denzel looks like he's not 100% yeah cuz he like i got, don't think he was he got like beat like burnt on it. And I'm like, Denzel, way faster than that. There's no way that, remember he, that play like, no he way he yet. got beat that bad yeah. on the override. And then uh, I think Juan Thornhill came across the middle and made the tackle and stuff. So I was, at that moment, I said, All right, Denzel's not 100% like I thought he would be, which going into this game, he just injured himself Thursday. I knew that would be the case. Then, and I think, by the way, they tested that early to yeah. see what
1: kind of Denzel they were working
2: with. Then for. I started, Then I, that's when I text you guys about Martin Emerson. I started <laughs> seeing Martin Emerson missing mm-hmm. tackles. And I'm just like, yeah. that's not, mm-hmm. like, like, they are really good tackling. They never really give up leverage. And they started giving up leverage in the run game. And then when the tight end took it to the house, I said, Martin Emerson kind of whiffed on that one. And I'm How do just, you
1: explain all that? Was it just lack of preparation? Was it? I, it no. Ed wasn't there. Was it a trap game? Did they overlook Houston? What? It could player And you believe the
0: players or the coaches more?
2: See, this is the thing. When you get. See, what happens late in the season, coaches <laughs> tend to ease back a little bit. You know, you think to yourself, these guys have been practicing and been playing in 17 games. They know how to get game ready and stuff like that. So, so teams typically ease back because they just assume that it's in their nature. They could just pick it up and I feel like they came out flat. I feel like they, you know the week off. What do you think of that philosophy because I think it's dead wrong. What,
1: that's the games so you- are higher intensity and raised to a level of speed that they hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. Why would you lay off? I know you're trying to say well let them stay healthy they had 16 games days between hits. Yeah. I think to take your foot off the bra- uh, off the gas when you're in the home stretch is a terrible idea.
2: Yeah, I I don't know I I really don't know I think that you build trust with your guys and you think you know for 17 weeks these guys have handled it like professionals they went out there and played hard so why would this game change if anything it should amp it up but everyone saw it did change yeah but it definitely was not the same I thought that Miles Garrett didn't have a really good game and that's and it really bothered me about that because I think that going into that game, every offensive coordinator goes into that game, and the first thing they say is, how do we take care of Miles Garrett? We have to figure out how to take care of him. And all year we've been hearing about double teams and triple teams with Miles Garrett. Well, he went out in that game, and it started off with a double team, and then Larry McTungsel went one-on-one with him and handled it. So what happens? Oh, Bobby Bobby Sloan was sitting there. First of all, shout-out to Bobby Sloan. That was my – which he's a remarkable story. This kid, Bobby Sloan started off as the scout team guy. You come in the meetings, he would tell you, this is the look that we got a our offense and then we'd go out and he's the one that holds the card and say this is what you got. Yeah, that was me and Bobby. That was me and Bobby yeah. Sloan. So shout out to Bobby Sloan for being an OC. But uh Bobby Sloan looked at that and said, "Oh, you can handle it." Sloan, Slow, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I, I yeah, see he what, like, yeah. I was like, "You say Bobby Sloan?" I thought we, he was say, saying Sloan. Anyways, we uh we used to go out or not us. Laramie Tungsten went out there and he handled Miles Garrett yeah. one-on-one, and Bobby was like, oh, you can handle it. Okay, so let's get more guys out. No. We don't have to slide the line. We don't have to waste the tight end or a running back to that side. He can handle it. So now we can open up this playbook. And I think that was the, po- the problem of it right there. You got more guys out in coverage, and now more guys got to cover. Right. So I think the problem that was made is at halftime. Jim Schwartz should have said to his – it should have been two things that happened at halftime one nico collins was killing us denzel denzel down. needed to either denzel yeah. or jim Schwartz. listen you are uh you getting paid as one of the top corners in the league you got to come out and have that dog in you and say listen the only way we gonna say this is if i lock up nico collins i gotta right. take him i don't care yeah. about that playing side stuff no more wherever he go i go i've seen sherm do it i've seen all these great corners do it you got to be the one to come up and say, listen, I got him for the rest so of the
0: game. So that onus is on
1: the it's, player. It's
2: part of the player. Yeah. Yeah, the coach I'm could sure. still have made that choice he on He should have made that choice. The reality
0: is that in the second half, adjustments almost didn't matter because the two pick sixes were of the game, no matter what the
2: defense did. That's true, but still. Right. Um, but um, I agree still, with you. But you, can't you can't not stop. It didn't have to happen that could have said that to him during the first half? Yeah, he could have said it anyway. Why didn't he? That's a great question. Well, we don't know that he didn't. Yeah, we don't know he uh, didn't either. But that's We
1: we do do know this. Jim Schwartz made the decision that he wasn't going to do that. In fact, at one point we talked yesterday about how (laughs) this just blew me away too. When Collins was lined up in the slot, before the snap, he switches with the receiver to become the outside, and the players, instead of handing that off, made the switch as well, Mm -hmm. and now Collins has gnu on the outside touchdown
2: well and i think the they went terrible. they went into that game thinking we're confident in all three of our ability to cover anybody and up until that point, they've been really good at doing such a thing. And it just kind of got away from it to a point where as a coach, as a defensive coordinator, you got to say, listen, we got to dip this in the bud right now. Right. And then in the second half or at some point, if you feel like Miles Garrett isn't getting it done by himself and they're not getting that pressure, now you need to bring extra guys. When you bring extra guys, what's going to happen is, they got to bring in extra guys to protect. So now instead of his five people out, right. tight end receivers and a running back getting out, now you got a tight end that's got to stay in and a running back that's right. got to stay in. Yeah. Changes so what they're doing. The, yeah, exactly. One quick question before we move off this. I think Bull yeah. has one too.
1: Yeah. How did the Texans take Amari Cooper out of the game?
2: <laughs> because they well, we Amar- said that that was going to be their number one focus. Amari Cooper was hurt. Obviously, he caught that over route and he just was never the same after that. He got up slow with the heel injury and he just was, yeah. yeah. But Stingley did what Denzel should have done, Stingley play his side the entire season, but that in it. that game he said <laughs> I
0: got
1: you. I got him. Man, wherever you go,
2: I'm going. And maybe in the end Ward didn't do it
0: because he wasn't 100 percent Who knows?
2: I think that's what it Ward probably wasn't 100 percent that's probably why he was like, I don't really want to do that.
0: All right. In about ten minutes we're gonna go to the Browns and we're gonna talk about the Browns the rest of the show. But we gotta talk a little Baker Mayfield. Did you that. have another question for him? No, 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 Oh, we no, 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 no,
3: no, no read Bowl before okay. we do Baker. Let me get the no, Yeah, sorry. Baker. Go ahead, no, We no, 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 we no, 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 the no, 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 still time to get it on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, including live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explorer tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best and most popular way to find pre-made parlays and so much more so make sure you visit fanduel.com ucss to make your first bet a layup fanduel an official partner of the nfl bowl the floor is yours
0: uh first of all mike do you want to put the tweet i put out yesterday that that just uh, threw a grenade into twitter
3: steve take 164 <laughs> fold, this is what
0: i put on twitter last night after the game i pissed off the baker bros and the watson warrior well yeah kind of both
3: the Watson
2: Warriors
0: with this uh with this tweet who coined you got it Mike or should I move on for now well that's not my tweet but that's the same stat playoff (laughs) wins since 18 Baker two Browns one why would that piss anybody off
1: those those are facts
0: I know but people got mad because I'm you know I I was trolling a little bit there I was just kind of having some fun
1: obviously and you're trolling on what I would think would be the opposite side of where you sit
0: right exactly I mean. Plus, but I'm also taking. It
1: is factual. Plus, but, I'm also
0: taking a shot at the Ravens and the and the Steelers. So there you go. But
1: I mean, I I, I guess because those are the employers that you included in your yeah. tweet. But for me, yeah. it, it's it's factual. Exactly. Like, don't hate the the the, the messenger. That's it. That's just true. You, you can hate the message if you want, but That's the messenger it. is just <laughs> dropping the bomb.
0: Now, Jay, I I got a full presentation on Baker, but before.
1: Is it PowerPoint?
0: It is not is powerful. No, or no, his no. Papers? But before I do it, <laughs> I it I'd PowerPoint. like to. I'd like to hear you guys briefly. We don't have a lot of time, but if you guys give give your thoughts real quick
2: on Baker, you how go? he did. You want to go? I thought he played good last night. I mean, yeah. he's had moments this season where he's looked really good, and he had moments where he didn't look good. And but every quarterback just had that. Yeah. So yeah. I thought this this season overall, I thought was a pretty good season. He went to a place where he had playmakers at wide receiver. Those guys know how to make plays. He did a really good job of getting them the football. I thought that the Eagles, when I lo- went to this playoff game and I looked at it all week, I said that Tampa Bay should win because the Eagles looked terrible. Yeah, they did. They went out there and he did exactly what I thought he would do. Yeah. Jay, your uh, thoughts on uh, Baker's My overall
1: statement is Baker has officially redeemed himself. That, that That's pretty much my thesis statement from what I've seen. Not just last night. Last night, he had a good game against a team that did, just <laughs> looked like they quit six weeks ago. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. I have friends that are Eagles fans that texted me this morning. Please let this be the day. They want all the coaches out. So they think that, that that is the cancer it's of it's that team. It's amazing
0: how that's changed so quickly. One year. Eight weeks
1: ago, yeah. he was 10-1. and one. Yeah. And when he ran through the tunnel after the Chiefs win, yelling at Chiefs fans and
0: just awful bravado. I hate
1: that kind of stuff. Who would have guessed that two months later, this guy is going to be wrangling for his job today. Unreal. But as it pertains to Baker, he has officially redeemed himself. When he left here, obviously the pendulum on him was not a good player. Carolina gave up on him and released him. The Rams... He, he, they showed a stat last night that I didn't even know this. I knew he had played for a lot of head coaches. He has played for an NFL record eight head coaches in six seasons. Yeah. That, that's, that's mind-churning. It really is. He has said for the last six weeks, I feel more comfortable now than I have at any point in my NFL career. He's told reporters that I know that cover the Bucks, and this is kind of a backhanded dig at Cleveland and whatever. But he said that when he was drafted into the league, he was told by someone in the Browns organization, yeah, that chip, tone it down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and to a certain extent, he did. But I thought Baker always played with chip and onions and bravado. And, and I think that's a good thing if that's who he is. Jason made a great point down today. You can't change who you are. He tried to after he had a bad season. He did some self-reflection on the field and off the field. By the way, he did make off-field changes. On the field, when he went to L.A., McVay told him, no, 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 no. That's what won you the Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. That's what got you the overall number one pick. That's what put you into the playoffs. Go with that. He did. Yeah. He did all this year, and I think he's officially been redeemed.
0: All right, let me give you some thoughts on Baker Mayfield. It's mostly facts. If I'm giving any opinion along the way, I will clearly state that it's an opinion, okay? Baker, fact. Uh, well, this is kind of an opinion, but it's a positive, so I'll, I'll call it a fact because people can't get mad at me. Uh, has played very well in his th- overall in his three playoff games. He's played three playoff games against the uh, obviously against the Steelers and against the Chiefs in 2020, and against the Eagles this year. He played very, he played excellent against the Steelers. He played excellent, yes, excellently. Uh, against the Eagles. He played okay against the Chiefs. He didn't come through at the end uh, when he had a chance. But overall, seven touchdowns and one pick in the postseason for Baker Mayfield. Excellent numbers. Really good. And it, it, And after last night's game and his performance and all the craziness that surrounds Baker, I got thinking to myself, so... Did the Browns ultimately do the right thing, right? I wanted to look back and reflect, did the Browns do the right thing Mm -hmm. in letting Baker go? So Mm -hmm. I need to do that. I needed to look, yes, at this past season, but I also needed to look at his career because the Browns didn't have to make that decision now. They had to make that decision two years ago Mm -hmm. when it was a different set of facts, right? If you look back at Baker's career in 2018, uh, he had a very good season for a rookie. I think that's a key point here. He had a very good season for a rookie. He set the touchdown record for rookies. I, he did. Pro- it may be broken by now. I don't oh, know. Oh, Justin Herbert shattered it, it out what, I, okay. what my point is, is that C.J. Stroud this year had a great season, an MVP-level season. Baker Mayfield didn't have that kind of season in 2018. He had a very good season for a rookie. Mm -hmm. 2019, he was terrible. You look at the numbers across the board, 22 touchdowns, 21 picks. The 2020 season was really strange, right?
2: 21 picks? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The 2020 season was very strange. He he started off very spotty, if you remember, in 2020. And coming off a bad 2019, there was reason not to believe in him. Through the first 10 weeks, the Browns had a, a, a decent record, right? And, but he had only played four good games through the first ten weeks. Six bad games. In his four good games, he threw eleven touchdowns and four picks. In the other six games in the first ten, he had four touchdowns and five picks, and averaged one hundred and eighty-five yards a game. And that, that included uh, uh, well, doesn't include anything. Doesn't matter. But. Down the stretch of the 2020 season, he was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He was great the rest of the year, fantastic. He threw uh, 11 touchdowns, one pick, and averaged 286 yards a game. He was great, and then he was great in the playoffs against the Steelers. And then he fell on his. That didn't fall. I won't even say he fall on the face of the Chiefs. It was an okay game yeah. against the Chiefs. 2021, his last year with the Browns, again he was terrible. Now you you want to present the injuries? Fine. We all know that thing. The bottom line: he was terrible again that year. Last year, outside of two decent games with the Rams. He was a disaster this year. Overall, a great year. Uh, maybe his best. It was his third best in terms of yards per game, his second best in terms of turnover percentage, his career best in completion percentage, and his career best in terms of touchdowns. So you could argue it was probably his best year. Mike, I'm going over 1220, but 11-20, but I promise not too much. Forever. Why are we litigating
1: his entire history? I didn't get that. I, I just want that.
0: to make a presentation. You've made a lot of presentations with facts before, and I didn't I, interrupt I
1: mean, you. I don't see how that's pertinent to and, today's and show, And I though. didn't interrupt no, no. you. Let him
2: go. He got okay. one, yeah. he got I, out I just town.
1: didn't know that we were going to litigate his entire career, I, this but this that's fine. I just just know where he is now. That's all. All
0: That's all I care about. Well, so far, I mean, you're not even listening because I haven't even said anything bad right now, but that's okay. (laughs) No, I'm not interested. That's why I'm not listening. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, uh, In his career, Baker Mayfield in 89 games, 137 touchdowns, including seven rushing touchdowns, 91 turnovers, including 17 lost fumbles. He has a 62 career uh, completion percentage. Only players worse than that that have played 50 games that are still active are Sam Darnold and Jameis Winston. He has a 2.6% interception percentage. The only players worse active 50 or more games, Jameis, Darnold, Jimmy G, Andy Dalton, and Mitch Trubisky. And he's 19th in yards per game in his career. Now, he's been a lot better overall since leaving the Browns and, and this past year in Tampa Bay. But here's a, a, a key stat that I saw for Baker. You know what his record is? 45 games he's played in his career against teams that finished the season over 500. You want to guess what his record is?
2: 20 and
0: 25. 20 and
3: 25. Mike? I said, what, 18 and 27?
0: Okay. His record is 11 and 34 in in games against teams that were over 500. (laughs) And you say, well, Bull, that's not fair. Take out the Browns. What is he since leaving the Browns? Well, he's 4 and 13 since leaving the Browns. But wait, what about this year? Okay, this year, I'll give you this year specifically. He is th- four and seven against teams over 500. Now, congratulations to him because in the last month, he won back to back games for the first time ever against teams over 500 wow. when he beat the Packers and Jaguars. No it was kidding. the first time in the history of his career that he's won games against wow. teams that finished the season over 500, not necessarily that with teams over 500 at the time. Wow. Uh, and if you look at his career numbers, he is one of only three quarterbacks that has averaged over a turnover a game and under <laughs> 1.6 touchdowns per game. Only him, Trevor Lawrence, and Josh Allen. There's very few quarterbacks averaging over a turnover a game in their career. He's one of the few. Who was
2: that last one? Josh
1: Allen.
0: I'm uh, sorry, not Josh Allen. Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones. Okay. Oh. Now, Trevor, uh, uh, Josh Allen has over- averaged more wa- more than one turnover a game. He's averaged 10, uh, just over uh, 109, slightly more than Baker. Baker's averaged 1.02 turnovers per game. Josh Allen's averaged 1.09, so sl- Allen's slightly worse. Okay. But Baker has 137 touchdowns in 89 games. Josh Allen has 221 touchdowns in 94 games. So, take the numbers how you will. Now, we'll say he had his best season this year. And by next year, we may feel differently. Baker has proven this year, without a doubt, that he's a starter in the NFL. I don't think there's any doubt about it. But So, he's the, in the top 32. No, he's better than that. He's probably somewhere between 15 and 20. Okay. That's uh, fair. Or 15 and 25. I think Depending on the year. Uh, but in conclusion, I do. now this is my opinion, obviously, I don't blame the Browns. For moving on for Baker Mayfield. With the facts he had through four years. With the facts the Browns had for four years. He was not good enough. There was more bad than good. In the four years that Baker played for the Browns. You can get blinded by the one playoff win. And he was great in that. And, And nobody else has won a game. But overall through four years. He was not good enough. So even with his win yesterday. And even though it hurts right now as a Browns fan to see Baker win. I get it. And he deserves his credit. And I'm not going to say he has no chance against the Lions. I do think he has a chance, and they have a chance against yeah, the Lions. Their defense is playing very well, but I don't think the Browns made the wrong move. Now, at this point, I do think they made the wrong move trading for Deshaun Watson. Well, although that I love the, that but time. that's part and parcel. But I don't Those think moves th- are hand in hand, bull. I don't. They didn't have to be. They were. They are. They're They're well. They're, they're, they're linked forever. Well, but because I felt it was the right move to to at the time it was the right move to trade for, to get rid of baker and trade for watson at this point it looks like the watson part of that was was a fail so there you go now you can stop ignoring the show one quick thing
2: on
1: that,
0: and, and, and well, you said you didn't pay attention. So. No, no, I
1: didn't. Those numbers to me mean nothing. I know where he is now. I don't care okay. about 18, 2018. I think, I, care. I think that's a little rude. I <laughs> think it's a little rude. It's not the first. Yeah. Time. You've if,
0: given statistical presentations, and I've paid attention every time you've done it. Even if I didn't find it that interesting, I paid attention. I just attention. didn't find it
1: interesting. Okay, oh, but I
0: have not so, found some of yours it not interesting. That's okay. We did the bottle caps. Nobody understood that, but I tried to pay attention. <laughs> that's so, okay. It, well, damn. here's the
1: thing, <laughs> and and this is. Is what disappoints me I guess more than anything
0: that's a long way to go
1: to relitigate a take that you clearly have changed your opinion on you said yesterday yeah the Watson move right now is a fail I just said and it yesterday that's what I just that, said today that's what I just said yes but here's the problem Bull. what you're saying that it was still the right move to move off on Baker yes and the problem with that is He's played so much better than you ever anticipated he would. And all of the Baker haters... Well,
0: this year he's played better.
1: He has. And last year he now, was significantly so worse. So, the problem that yeah. I think you left out, I didn't hear this. Well, you maybe weren't paying you attention, said it. so how would you know? You're right. I was in and out. Yeah. Maybe I missed it. Okay. Maybe I missed the part where he's had eight head coaches in six seasons. Well, I might you already have said
0: that. that. Why would I repeat that? Oh, okay. I was pay-
1: See, when you talked, I was paying attention. Well, I'll tell you why you didn't say that, because that's No, because evidence- you had said
0: it. No, it's evidence that no, would support tell- Baker's your case. You're trying to... I gave you some evidence that supported his case. I think I you said, might have. A I said bit in you there. weren't paying attention. There was some pot. There so, were plenty of pot. Did I not talk about how good he's been in the playoffs?
2: This was. You did. Uh, let
0: me give you a stat I left out, which would have hurt his case. Sure. That the two teams he beat in the playoffs were both completely falling apart at the end of the season. That's a fact. I okay. didn't mention that okay. until now. Okay. Mm.
1: I guess that means he sucks. No, I, I never said that. The danger of doing this, and I—I yeah. I knew it. I when, put
3: it in the group chat this morning.
1: I know. And I think your instinct was right. This this is not of any value, I don't think, to Cleveland Browns fans today when we're trying to figure out. Well, plenty of
0: Cleveland Browns fans are talking about this. Are talking about Baker Mayfield on Twitter? We could have moved on for it sooner if you hadn't been rude and ignored me. But it's okay. Go you ahead, move on. We could have moved on okay. sooner if you didn't have an eight-page presentation. That's on why, why Baker's. My up. presentation only took about two, three minutes. It only took about two, three minutes. I couldn't start till eleven nineteen because you were no, rambling on about Baker. You started. Baker. You started at fifteen. No, I didn't. And it's six, 26 knots. It, it I did minutes. not. I started at 19. 19. I knew this was going to devolve. But let's do Can we do Browns you talk? There, how did it devolve? I made a presentation. <laughs> I, I stated facts. Can we do Browns talk? And you we ignored have, me rudely. Had, but go ahead.
3: We have the 10 biggest questions of the Browns off season. Right. we got to get them in an hour now. So we're going to run through some of these. Uh, you have the order now. If you're watching the show, oh, hit the I'm like sorry, button, man. hit the subscribe button. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> no, no, these are the ten biggest questions, <laughs> All not in right, particular do it. order. The Browns have to answer this <laughs> offseason. Evan four one nine, picked the order for us yesterday. A perk of being that's a member. If you're not join the membership program, even though he wasn't years. that funny, none the of the not None of these were not great. None of the were not great. And,
1: and and well, I'll ask you once you ask the question, but like that's where we're starting. He
3: didn't, he didn't know the questions. He gave me the random order. He gave me the random order. You you missed it yesterday. We don't we don't have time to rehash it now. Oh. So this is not the hottest question. This is one of the ten questions.
1: Okay, in the future, let's like present the rundown where it's yes. going to be most interesting.
0: Not like this is not pertinent to Browns pod fans. Pod. I think we should end this conversation and move to the first. <laughs>
1: the first, first question. Boy, <laughs> oh, you're better at showing. Let it go. I said yesterday, drop it. It, it. Hate corrodes the vessel that carries it, and right now you're corroding. I
0: wasn't showing all hate. I was talking some positives? positives. You just <laughs> no. I right
3: said that. that. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, favorite Mike. Saying, What's the first question the Browns have to figure out this offseason. It's very simple. Is Elijah Moore good enough to be the wide receiver two they need him to be? No, play.
0: that's not. That wasn't the question yesterday. It was just, is Elijah Moore good? I don't appreciate that you uh, <laughs> didn't make that you changed Either the question. Either way, Elijah. the answer is <laughs> no. <laughs> But the, either, the answer is no either way. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Next. Yes. That's simple. Okay. Go ahead. Wait, I mean, Thompson, wait. wait, wait
1: let's, <laughs> let's let the Elijah Moore mouthpiece answer that question. Because you came in here in
0: August
2: and you're like, minute. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, minute. defend your guy, Tyves. He is right. your guy. Let me see that camera. Okay, so listen. Let me... So it's a loaded question, to be honest with you. It is. It's a very straightforward <laughs> question. All right. Is Elijah Moore good? Elijah Moore is good. In practice, he's got to find a way to translate it practice? to the game. That's that's the problem with Elijah. Moore. Elijah Moore has made a ton of plays. We've seen it in OTAs, all these videos of him beating Denzel Ward, who's a really good corner, by the way. It just didn't, some reason, translate to the field on Sundays. So that's where he's at. I think he's a really good talent. I think he has a ton of talent. He can make plays. He's shown at moments he can make plays. Consistency and doing it on Sundays is two problems with him. So the answer is no. No, the answer because it wasn't. Is he a good practice somewhere in the middle?
1: Yeah, but the answer no, they is, is, said, he, is good? he good? Well, yes. Tyvis, but yeah. you know that, that does nobody any good if he catches everything I in agree. practice. I agree with you. Is he good on the field is he in t- games? Is he talented? I, that's a different question, <laughs> and you know that. That's like saying, well, he has potential, but he hasn't
2: been good yet. I think I, anybody that's in the NFL... I would never say that they're not good. Because I wouldn't either. There's, this a, reason there's, there's, there's a reason. We're talking about that relatively that speaking. So, is he a good enough number two? He did not. He wasn't good enough this year. Okay, that, yeah. that's fair. There we go. All right. He's what? never been good enough in his three-year career to be a number two receiver. That's true, too. Statistically, <laughs> if that is a fact. If you're asking me, should the Cleveland Browns go get a number two wide receiver, I would tell you absolutely. Thank you. That, Agreed. That, that,
3: Agreed. Essentially, that is the That swip. answers the question. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay, one down. Question number two. What do the Browns do with Nick Chubb this offseason? He has a 16.2 million dollar cap hit coming off a reconstructive knee surgery. He's obviously one healthy, one of if not the best running back in football. So what do the Browns do with Mr. Chubb?
2: Well, the first thing they better do is uh, switch his contract right. up. That's the that's the number 1 on the list. 16 uh, million is that, where is that right I now? I think that's just cap 16.2.
3: Hit. Yeah. yeah,
2: no, they, they, they're they not taking that cap hit. And I think he would probably understand why they wouldn't want to take that cap hit. Um, I trust Nick Chubb to get, you know, back to serviceable. Don't know if he's absolutely, usually, typically, guys don't just come back and be who they were the first year. So I think that you absolutely need to go get another running back, uh, somebody that you can make plays that can be serviceable as well. But I trust that Nick Chubb towards the end of this season next year will end up making plays. Should Nick Chubb, can Nick Chubb be the number one running back for the Browns next year? I think
0: he can. Uh, Will he be? I'm not 100% sure because I don't know what the Browns think about it. We, you know, we're not privy to the details of the medical situation that they are. I would say this. Tyvus is correct. Usually coming off knee surgery, especially at his age, it takes a while to come back. And for some guys, they never come back. However, you know who did come back? The guy who came back the quickest? Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. To me, Nick Chubb is Adrian Peterson freak level. I believe that. I agree. Some people think that's sacrilegious. I don't. I think Nick Chubb is Adrian Peterson quality, in my opinion. Who was the
2: age of AP when
0: that happened? I think he was
2: similar age.
0: I think he was over 30. Okay,
1: maybe. you can look that up, but I think he was over 30. Dang. Nick Chubb's what, 28? And he did it in eight months.
0: Juicing. Right, where Nick Chubb <laughs> got hurt.
3: Nick Chubb is 28. I'll tell you, Peterson, in one sec.
2: Chubb's 28, right? Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, Peterson 28. was older. That's crazy. I, I would love to. I know. mean, also, listen, they both workhorses, so I mean. Peterson
3: was 29 when it happened. Okay, wow. Okay, so it can hurt. So,
2: Nick, but he, so but Nick he, Chubb he, is a year younger, but he tore both of them, though, didn't he? ACL and MC? I thought. Yeah, but
1: uh, yes, he did. But yeah. I'll tell you, someone that's torn just the ACL and then to, otherwise ACL, MCL, PCL. For me, the rehab was no different. Okay. And the timeline was okay. no different. Okay. For me. Nick and, Chubb. That
2: makes me feel better.
0: Is, the MCL is an easy one. Okay. Is a, a, a freak athlete. Absolute freak. Top, top of his game. He works as hard as anybody we know this. Nobody's going to outwork Nick Chubb. Nobody. Not, not Miles Garrett. Nobody. Nobody will <laughs> Are outwork Are you putting
2: 2024 on the line on that? As a GM?
0: I would. I, I 100% believe in Nick Chubb. Now, I got to bring the cap number down. Nick Chubb knows I gotta get it. Yeah, no, wait, nobody's yeah. paying him he as good that. as he <laughs> is. Coming <laughs> off that injury, nobody's paying him sixteen million dollars. Nope. He gets it. He's smart. They'll renegotiate they I, I think going I think when the injury first happened, maybe they thought Jerome Ford's gonna be our guy now. But I don't think Jerome Ford's their guy. No, he's not. Now, nope. I would like I would do most years, I would draft a running back again this year at somewhere, not necessarily high. How many picks do somewhere. we have? I know we don't have a first round pick. Do we have seven, eight? Because uh, I think we they did also, collect a couple late-round picks. Right, but they also have a – there's another draft pick as part of the Texans deal that's also going to the Texans this year, I believe. Eight picks, Mike said. Okay, so they've lost a few. They've gained the Oh, yeah, that's right. There yeah, is they, another Like a fourth-rounder or right, something. There is another it's pick our first this year.
2: pick in the second, second round. Second round, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It'll be so around 50, if I'm right. I, I, would, would, I would be a wire I
0: would want shoot. another young guy in the mix. Four, Mike said. But uh, I think if you can work out the money, and I think they will – I would, again, without knowing the medicals personally, maybe there's something I don't know, yeah. or we don't know, I believe in Nick Chubb. I think he's he's still young enough. I agree with that you. That he will be, even if he gets maybe a little slow start, I, I think by October, let me, he'll, he'll be a stud so, again next so year.
2: So we can get off of this question after this. So let me ask you this. Say Nick Chubb doesn't quite get back to Nick Chubb, but it's, it's close. It's not all the way there. Right. Are you comfortable with Jerome Ford being two? Be I'm comfortable with Jerome Ford being the two if
0: Nick Chubb is playing. Okay. But, well, you know what? I'm going to say no because if Nick Chubb gets hurt again, I don't want Jerome Ford to be my starter. Okay. So you need to upgrade your So team. that's, I, that's I, the I point. want a young guy that I think could be my running – because I don't think Jerome Ford's their running back of the future. I, I would, you know – and. The Kareem Hunt situation is interesting. I don't know what's going to happen there. I he, hope they keep him. He's, a short, he's great in that He's role. proven to be a great short short yardage Yeah, pass. I, I mean don't if, know
1: that you'd need well, him if, if Nick Chubb's healthy. Yeah. I still think but that he can do some things that Nick can't at the goal line. I would lead. See, I think Nick Chubb uh, can do I those think, things. Yeah. but We haven't seen him in a, as a pass catcher. We yeah. haven't seen him much. Well,
2: Jerome Ford's the pass catcher.
1: I get it. Um, what move, would you do, Jay? I'll move quickly. I, sound the trumpets. Bull and I are almost in exact lockstep. Can the question, to answer the question first, can the Browns trust Nick Chubb is running back in 2024? Yeah. That's an absolutely yes for me. Secondly, to Bull's point about if he hits the open market, there are 31 teams that know what he can do on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Browns are the only team that knows what he does every day of the week and in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They have more information than everyone else. Yes. That information needs to lead them to restructure his contract. I think he, he when has he never been uh, but anything but a great, teammate and a team guy the best. He will restructure his deal. He will make it. So it's team friendly. He's that's who he is. I agree with the Adrian Peterson comparison. I know that some people look at that as blasphemous. Yeah. I think I he's a, a, a well, I think because in, in our minds, a. Adrian P. Peterson was a guy was the God yeah. he was, he <laughs> was just unbelievable to me, to all the, I mean, look how long he played too at a high level. Um, I, I believe that he is of that ilk. He's not he's not quite Adrian Peterson to me. Mm-hmm. He is a Hall of Fame running back. They got to the me.
2: same makeup. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mindset wise. Mindset, physical
1: gifts, mm-hmm. and work ethic. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of this. So he's deserved the chance to come back to Cleveland. And I want to see him finish his career I think with the are, Cleveland Browns.
2: I think everybody does. Can't
1: imagine seeing him in another uniform. Ugh, disgusting. It would it hurts my heart yeah. to think about Nick Chubb in another uniform. So, now, all of that being said, he will not be the same Nick Chubb that we've seen before. He just won't be. History tells us that you never are after this kind of injury. You talked about he'll have a slow start, he'll get better as the season goes. Completely agree. I will say his ceiling has moved down. How much? I don't know. I don't think a lot. Mm -hmm. I think he's still going to be a premier back in the NFL that can get the Browns to where they want to go. Had the Browns had a healthy Nick Chubb, they absolutely were capable of making a Super Bowl run. Absolutely. Without him, I guess Ford averaged 50 yards a
3: game. That's not going to do it. And he had multiple runs of 69 yards.
1: I know he did. He had some home He runs.
2: averaged 50 I yards mean, a game.
1: When I close my eyes and think of the average typical uh, run for Ford, it's him middling around behind the line of scrimmage and maybe getting two yards. Well, when I, I think, think of Nick Chubb, I think of him powering through a hole hitting at the second level, knocking someone on his ass, and getting nine yards. But That's yeah, the difference. But
2: you don't think that this season made you think, was it—is Nick Chubb that good or is our offensive line, and, and our yes. offensive line is that bad? No, both. I mean, a
1: great back can obviously look better with a great offensive line. We've right. seen that version so of Nick if,
2: Chubb. If the offensive line is that good and opened that many gaps, is Jerome is not hitting them?
1: I, well, well, look, the line, the wasn't, line great. wasn't that good. Look, look
2: what
0: happened when we lost the tackles. Our running game disappeared. Right. But here, here's what makes Nick Chubb special. If you look at yards, average yards after con- after first contact, and that's a blows everybody. Oh, yeah. And that, to yeah. me,
1: is the definition
0: of a running back. You're going right. to get hit. What do you do after you're hit? Nick Chubb can make up for subpar offensive line play True. better than any. Christian McCaffrey is the best back in the NFL. Because he does things in the passing game that Chubb can't do. But After that. Nick Chubb <laughs> can make up for a bad offensive line yes. more than any running back I've seen since at least Adrian Peterson. I and think my, that's my.
1: fair. Now, again, the, the, I think that he has a new ceiling that's slightly lower than his old ceiling. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he comes back next year and has the best season of his career. If anyone can do that, it's this guy.
3: And in, I, for context, you mentioned Adrian Peterson. The year after he had his injury, right, he rushed for fourteen hundred eighty-five yards, eleven touchdowns. That was the third highest total of his entire career.
1: So he was still great, but and that was never year 30 as good thirty as for he was.
3: Him. And then after year thirty, probably because of age, he did start to have a slight decline. Right, and you know he didn't rush. Well, listen, for 1, that's yards natural, and years. and that's the so other. That's piece normal of this. for a running back. So not
1: right? only is he fighting coming back from a devastating injury to a <laughs> running back, because it, it's the linear movement that that you know this. It's the if you want to run straight, if you're a wide oh, receiver and you do an ACL, that's easy. it's easier to come back. When yeah. you're a running back, much of what you do is to put your foot in the dirt and go the other way, yeah. and that's what stresses the ACL. It's so, a cu-
0: it's a big if. Uh, well, two big ifs, I guess. But if Nick Chubb is back on the Browns, that's a small if. But if he stays healthy for all of next season, that's a much bigger if. It is. I say he finishes top five in rushing yards. Wow. Wow. I would doubt year, it.
3: to be top five in rushing yards, you'd only need 1,100 yards. So <laughs> and not, he, and, 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 yeah. not yeah. out of the realm. He
0: can squeeze that out in his sleep. If he's healthy, I'll be stunned if he doesn't get 1,100 rushing yards.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I just don't think he'll ever be as great as he was in the past. But what
3: running back at 28 or 29 is? No, no, no. So so there's a natural
1: decline it. there. All right,
3: what's number three? He ain't that old. I don't think Question so. number three. Christian McCaffrey, by the way, Tyvis is 27 years old.
2: So. Is he that young? Yeah, 27. Gosh, He turned like he 27 in, in June. For at least 10 Did years. Did he come
3: out early from Stanford? I yeah, think three yeah, three years. Gosh. Yeah, three years. All right, question number three. Are we 100% sure Kevin Stefanski is the right coach to lead this team to the promised land? And that question comes only asked because... There has never been a better free agent coaching class than there is right now with Belichick. Right. If you want to throw Nick Saban in there, Jim Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, those guys are technically available. It's so we'll an start interesting with you. class. Are you 100% sure Stefanski's not? I don't think Coach there's ever team. been a class no, never,
1: a, a
0: group of coaches available <laughs> yeah. that are so good. Did you see Belichick interviewed with the Falcons? yesterday, by the way.
1: I did see that. And by the way, lie, it made me chuckle. It's that, so that he bizarre. He even has to interview. I know. The Falcons.
0: Like, and it's the Falcons. It's so weird. Well,
1: Arthur Blank is, has a real love affair with them.
0: And Arthur Blank's a good owner. He's a good owner. But they don't have a quarterback. But, Mike, I assume you're, when you say problems, then you mean lead them to a championship,
3: correct? Yeah, lead them to a championship, Yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: Jay, well, we went first on the next the first two, so why don't you go first? Uh, the
3: answer one?
1: is definite no. It's, it's, that one's easy. It could, because it was framed as 100% sure. Like, nothing is 100% in the NFL. Nothing ever. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure Lamar Jackson can win another playoff game. He probably will. But, you know, I think the way to frame this question is if you're going zero to 100 on your certainty of, of him winning a Super Bowl, I'm over 50% that I believe he can. So if you make me pick a yes or a no, he can, I would say yes, he can. But this question is, will he? And I can't be yes on that. Can't No the, one can.
0: The 100%, can I
3: see the question again, Mike? Are you 100% certain that Kevin yeah. Stefanski this, is the I don't right? know how
2: anybody no, like, can be 100 I like the certain. question at the bottom. Is, the, is Stefanski the right man to lead the Boston Now, now to the that, yes. that's the that question. question Or can me, Do you believe he can lead them to a Super Bowl? My answer would be
0: yes.
1: Yeah, and mine too because, yes. again, if I'm going on that continuum zero, I, he'll never do it, and I yeah. know that. 100, he will do it, and yeah. I know that. I'm on that continuum.
0: I'm more than 50 that he will do it. Right. There's guys I'd have higher on the list. I people may think i'm crazy i'm not sure at this point in his career i'd have belichick higher on the list on this <laughs> team now you may think i'm nuts and that's fine uh, but no, i don't think, I, I think belichick has lost his fastball i guess we'll find out when he yeah. goes to his next team but there's not a single coach in the nfl that I, even if you had andy reed sean mcveigh whoever you want to say is the best coach in the nfl right now i would never say 100 no, percent 100% 100% on nothing no but uh do i think he can lead them to Super Bowl? Yes. Is he definitely the right guy?
2: I, I can't say definitely. I think he's the right guy, but yeah. no, I'm not 100% sure. We're in the same place. I think I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I, mean, I think that what he did this season, I think, shows me that he's he's got the right makeup. He's in the right ballpark. He's headed in the right direction. I mean, to to totally transform a team in one season from what they were to what they were this year, I think that that shows you that he actually knows what he's doing as a head coach. And for the longest time, people would never stand up there and say that. But I think this year, more time than not, showed you that he is. And the players respond to what he's bringing to the table. So I think absolutely, I think he is the right guy. I, just because of the players respect him and his respect for the players and his love for they, the love that they have for each other. And, Finally getting the right coaching staff and the right guys to fit into what he wants to get done. Right. it was the perfect thing for him this year. So yeah. I would say he is the right man. Will he 100% win? I don't know about that, but I do believe. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm about 65%. He can lead them to a championship.
1: Well, I'm wondering, boy, you might know this, or would it might be something we have to look up. Where is he now on the most tenured coach? I bet he's, I top think he's 10. tied for ninth. I believe. Tied Isn't nine. that something? Yeah, he's been in the tied league for four. ninth. That's the way the league recycles its coaches. Well, if,
0: oh, I was going to say if Sirianna goes, but he's been there longer than Sirianna. And
1: has he been there longer yeah.
0: than Siriano, Taylor? It, what, three years? No, Taylor. they come in the same uh, year? Taylor,
1: Taylor was one year before. One year yeah. before. Right, so he, right, right. What, it's, what's really interesting is he's the least tenured coach in the division. Right. And he's the ninth, and maybe even higher now. I don't know. No, <laughs> he was
0: tied for ninth as of, like, Maybe. Before they, the, whoever the last guy was, to get fired. Before Belichick. After Belichick, he was tied for and ninth. If
1: McCarthy goes in Dallas, then and would, Tomlin goes in Pittsburgh. Then he, both of those, and Sirianni goes in Philly. And Sirianni's more
0: recently, but
1: oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. And so he, is McCarthy. Uh, no, no, McCarthy in Dallas, <coughs> and uh, Tomlin in Pittsburgh. Forget all that. McCarthy are there any has other been coaches that are longer? dangling?
3: in Dallas that long. Oh, I don't I know. How long it. has he
1: been there? I, to me, I think he, he has been there got there longer. like
2: 18, didn't he?
1: I think he's been there longer than Stefanski or maybe the same year. I think year. McCarthy
0: has been there longer,
3: but I'm not sure. It feels like
0: it.
2: I feel like he got there like 18, 19.
3: I'll tell you right now. According to pro football I'm still going off of Pete He was Carrow. same year. Same year, 24. Same, same year. So he's, so nine, he's okay. tied. Yeah, That's
2: who he's so, tied for ninth. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so he would, so eight, would
1: actually go up into to eighth.
2: Tied so for he eighth. he'd be
1: eighth by himself.
0: And still be the least tenured least in the tenured division in the
1: division unless Tom, but the
0: Browns haven't had a guy in the top 10 in a while. Uh, ah, most tenured coaches. I
1: bet they haven't had a guy in the top half in a while
0: since because we just wash, rinse, repeat all the time. Maybe since Marty. Maybe
1: it <laughs> has yeah. to
3: be. There, there's no that way would be would it would have been <laughs> Belichick's
0: last year. I mean, I don't know, but what
1: was he in Cleveland three? Who?
3: That's a shame. Belichick. <laughs> Three was, years in Cleveland? As, I don't know. That I'm asking. I it was four. It that may have been. Be wrong. It may have been. I can't remember. Belichick was in Cleveland 91, 92, four years. Okay. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's you know crazy. what? Jay, something that um, all of us are guilty of to some degree, and certainly myself included, in the media and as fans, we are way too quick to decide what a guy is, whether it's a coach or a player. I am 100%. We're like, he's good. He's great. He sucks. And often we're too quick with these declarations. Look how many times we've been wrong. In
1: the last five years, look at the guys we've missed on.
0: Right. And and there's. Do you think Sirianni was good six weeks ago?
1: What do you think of them today? <laughs> Wait well, a he, you know, you know, you know the commercial. Life
2: comes at you fast. That's funny. We should never. That's a funny example. We well, it's should true. never.
0: We should never say anybody sucks or anybody's great too quick. Yeah, like yeah. Elijah Moore. That's fair. Well, but we've got three years. <laughs> <he's on laughs> <here. All right. laughs> now, there's even there's even guys who have been longer. I, I said Josh Naylor can't hit lefties. Can't hit lefties. He sucks.
2: He you're finally did this year. You're not alone on that, though. and
0: that had been a while. That was more than three years that he couldn't hit lefties. You're right. But so you said, when it you're comes to,
2: Elijah Moore got a chance."
0: When it comes he to specifically guys, coaches, and quarterbacks, right? If you have a like, if somebody says to me, "Is Kevin Stefanski a great coach?" I would say no. I don't believe right now today Kevin Stefanski is a great coach. I think Kevin Stefanski is a a very good coach. He's I a agree good with coach, that. Right? Yeah. I think Andy Reid's still coach. hasn't coached a playoff win. right? Andy Reid's a great coach. Just, wow. Sean McVay's Wait. a great coach, right? Yep. There's a few others. I think but Dan those Campbell, guys,
1: and I know, it's, I know it's early on here. I'm not ready to say him yet. I still, not. I still
0: think it's too early. Okay. He's only won one playoff game. That's right? fair. Kevin Stefanski. The I think it's too early to say great because, but the guys like, like if I'm Detroit and Dan Campbell, if I'm if I'm the Browns with Kevin Stefanski and I, I'm like, okay, this guy's a good coach. Yeah. But we've been organizations, because the Lions have too, not as bad as the Browns, but the Lions have also been quick to fire people. Sure. Maybe this time, instead of saying, yeah, he's good, but maybe we can get better, you say, Write it out. he's good, but if we give him more time, he's going to end up being great. Yeah. Now, now maybe you had to be wrong. Marvin Lewis was good. I was good, just going
1: to say, Marvin Lewis is And an he couldn't get over
0: the hump. Couldn't win a and playoff if, game. And if, if Kevin Stefanski can't get over the hump in the next few years, eventually you've got to move on. You've right. got to be able to win playoff
1: games. That's very fair.
0: That's it. I think he gets an extension. Yeah. Now, whether or not he sees the, all of that extension,
1: I don't know. Right. But we decided as an organization that making the playoffs isn't good enough. We moved on from the quarterback, especially when he took a big step back. Right. We have got to decide, and this is this is a tough place for you to live. The Steelers have decided for the last decade plus making the playoffs is good. We can stay. We can stay there. Dallas has decided we're a playoff team. We don't have any success in the playoffs. Jerry Jones and the Rooneys are making this decision today. Yeah. Do we want to stay in the top? quarter of the league right but never penetrate the top five teams in the league now
0: the only that's the question for them the only difference is that at least tomlin has won a championship he
1: has it's he been has. a while
0: yeah and mccarthy has too just not but here. not with dallas right and so that's the thing like i think kevin stefanski could end up being one of the great coaches in the nfl but he's not there yet but if we fire these guys too quick we don't find out now if they suck after four years, okay, eventually you is his can't contract, wait forever. When is his contract? Yeah, one one year year. Well, well, I think he's got one year left. Oh, well, I think
3: that in another question, a little bit, Tybus, whether or not they should extend it. But before we get to our next question, I think quick, you have a to quick You can't let him go into his last year. From Who Game knows? Time, if you've ever had a difficult time trying to buy tickets to a sporting event, a concert, et cetera, worry no more because Game Time is here to help make that process as easy as possible. They have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and you can see the view from your seat. And on top of that, they have a best price guarantee. So make sure you download the GameTime app. That is GameTime.co online or the GameTime app in your app store. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Just make an account. Redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Game time, Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed.
0: Mike, before your next question, I have to give you two in-my-head updates. Are you ready for these? Quick. You know what I mean? Don't rush me here, Mike. Or you'll be part of this in that update. Do you know what that means? In my head update.
3: You said something earlier. That it means want to no. It, it
0: means things I've that have I've thought in the last hour that I need to share. Number one, I I, uh, I am no longer mad at Jay. I was annoyed at Jay in the first fifteen minutes of the show. Thank you. I was never mad at you either. Uh, I, but I was annoyed. But there's two levels of being annoyed when you work in this business. For me, there's two levels. There's the I'm annoyed in the moment. And there's the, I'm annoyed until we have a talk about it and somebody apologizes. Or maybe you there. take it home, even. Exactly. Yeah. I have only been annoyed that way in my entire career three times. <laughs> Most of the times I get annoyed, it's just in the moment and I'm over. So I'm over. I'm not I'm no longer annoyed by that conversation. Number two. I'm glad to hear that because number, I'm not either. Number two. <laughs> I, I This is this is bananas. And this is worthy of my, even Mike. though Mike's trying to rush me and I want to <laughs> smack him in the head right now. All right uh we're doing I,
3: well on time I, I actually had a thought had six more in 40 minutes in
0: the, so. shut up I'm trying to get to a point <laughs> and this is going to be very funny but this is actually a thought that I had in my head I hadn't seen Tivis in a while right and Tyvus came in we talked we said hello for a minute when Tyvus was talking in the beginning of the show about the Browns I was looking at Tyvus I was thinking that it was good to see Tivis. I hadn't seen him in a couple of weeks yeah and I actually had this thought in my head I swear to God this thought went into my head I thought to myself if Tyvis called me and had a body to bury, I'd help him. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? I, it was a crazy thought in my head. I said, <laughs> I, I was thinking, I really like Tyvis. He's a good dude. Least and if he needed person my person
1: on this panel right now to kill someone.
0: It's Tyvis, Without
1: good.
3: question, it's Tyvis. Uh, the most likely is director, Steve. Uh, are you sure. No, Jason Lloyd.
0: You,
3: you think well, <laughs> Jason, he's not here today. Really? Yeah, Jason, I, for sure. Why?
0: Jason, yeah, yeah. Y'all don't think I would kill someone? Jason's got hidden <laughs> anger he's now a, you know, i he probably silently. have the worst temper of everybody <laughs> I, so in the okay. i almost killed somebody when i was like 20.
2: you almost took him out. wow this tale's I from the the crypt. thank god it
0: didn't happen you go put it from the, shirt. the crypt i was gonna i was because the guy it was a quick story because it's pretty depressing but uh the i was dating a girl and the guy she had been with before me was hitting her he yeah, was a I real piece of garbage you told us this i had maybe told part of the yeah story. anyway and i got my hands on him once because he came looking for her and it was a big mistake by him, and I was in great shape when I was 23 years old and dating her. And you almost killed. I was in him. the best shape of my life, and if the cops hadn't come, I don't know what would happen. Thank wow. God they did and broke it up. Okay. Paul would You'd be he doing never a podcast in prison, and I'm not tough anymore because I'm fat and out of shape. But at 23, <laughs> I weighed 190 pounds and I was in great shape. Uh-oh. I was playing basketball with no shirt, Mike, when I was 23 years old. Wow. I still couldn't shoot,
3: we but I was playing with, with no shirt
0: at 23. But I did have that thought that I would help Tyvus very a body. Well, I hope that n- it never comes. I hope that, it doesn't, I hope that doesn't happen, Tyvus, but I'm there for you, buddy. You know what? Things happen. I'm there for you. Things happen in life. I can life never imagine come. him never getting mad enough where he would do no, something. No, it would like never happen. That's probably why I thought I would do it. But I
1: will say this. Uh, on the never thing, like just never I, know. the one thing, the button that you can push with me is Baker. an egregious. No. <laughs> 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 if you say something bad about Baker, I, 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 I actually laugh at that. Um, it's my family. You know, don't say Well, no, you never mess with anybody's family. <laughs> no, but like, I, you know, I've never even thought this before. Like, could yeah. I kill someone? Would, would I have it in me? I, I don't know why. See, I'm running into a dark-ass turn. But I don't think I could. But I know that in my lifetime, what's made me the most angry in my life are when things are said or done against people that I love, my family. Yeah. 100%. If you say yeah,
0: anything about my wife or son, yeah, that's, that's the only thing at this point that can really. That gets me to another level, yeah. and it
1: really, you know, you hear crimes of passion. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily passion based, but it's it's family love that like there's nothing that can penetrate that, there's nothing that can break that, and for me. Uh, but don't go killing anybody, because I don't know that I would help you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Jay, it's interesting I, you mentioned. I know
1: accessory is a real crime, and just, you do real time for just, it, and all I like I, freedom. The only
2: thing I would need you to do is to go right up on Channel 3 and say it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a story today. My co-host, Tyvis Powell, has been accused of killing a man. Now, I know Tyvis very well. He would never do nothing like I that. I will do that. Mm. That's all I need. I, <laughs> I, I, I just I, what I would
1: say is I can't believe the Tyvis I know is capable of no. doing that. Now, as it comes to Bull helping bury the body, yeah, I think he might have helped him because he's told me once that he would do that. I'd be but like a Dateline episode. Mm-hmm. Bull told me once that he would help Tyvis well, bury the body. Well, you mentioned
3: Crimes of Passion here, yeah. this next This next question is yeah. going to involve a lot of passion from the Good. fans. What should the Browns do with their backup quarterback position next year? Joe Flacco, DTR, someone else? Tybus, start us off.
2: Well, I definitely think – so this this is an interesting question. I think you definitely roll with DTR because he's the young guy. He's on the roster. He's cheap, and you don't have to pay him no money right now. And I think that he went one and two, I think, as a starter – and I think over the, overall, he did things decently well. I thought that before he got hurt and suffered that concussion, he was trending upwards. I thought he was doing some really nice things. So I think there's something there to grow off of and work with. He's just a young guy. He'll get better. Now, the Flacco thing is interesting to me. The, and I would not bring Joe Flacco back as a player. I just it's just too much. Oh, you can bring him as a coach if he decides if he wants to retire and come coach or be an assistant quarterbacks coach or somebody like that. I think it would be wonderful for him to do that <clears throat> because I think that he just brings it's something about him that just brings excitement to a team. And I think he's very knowledgeable. No quarterback, even I don't think Baker Jacoby. Anybody that you want to name that Kevin Stefanski has brought in here has run that offense and made it look as good as Joe has. Mm. So he knows something. There's a skill set that Deshaun can learn from, DTR can learn from. I think he knows something. He understands how to be comfortable with turning your back to a defense and then coming back forward and taking the picture and then going through your progressions. He gets that. For some odd reason, younger quarterbacks don't understand that or Deshaun and DTR is more shotgun. I mean, especially DTR, I mean, he was in college and they ran the spread, and as we know, Deshaun loves to operate out of the shotgun. But I think this season more than not showed you that Kevin Stavansky has a really good offense and knows what he's doing. And if you can just... Take what Joe Flacco did. We know that Joe, we know that Deshaun Watson is more talented. He can be more dangerous on the boots and all in the play actions because he's mobile. If you could just take and learn what Joe Flacco did and understand how to take that picture and be comfortable with turning your back to the defense, it would make you that much of a better quarterback. Not just Deshaun, but DTR as well. So I think there's a ton of value of him coming back as a coach. But if you bring him back as a player, it's going to be a time where Deshaun's going to mess up and the whole team's going to revert and want to look at Joe Flacco and it's just going to cause too much. We've seen it happen with the 49ers. Brock Purdy emerged. Jimmy Garoppolo had to get up out of there. Don't want to see the same thing in Cleveland. There you go.
0: Jay, you bringing, you bringing the, uh, you know,
2: him I mean, back, I, Flacco?
0: I got to say this. I hadn't thought of that no. as a
2: coach. I Thank you.
1: I would absolutely bring him back as a coach. But here's the real question. What does Joe want to do? And what kind of options will he realistically have as a player next year? I don't know. Be- because of the way his fairy tale ended, yeah. um, that was a regression to the mean, and I think a lot of teams might be worried about that. That Joe Flacco, we said this last week, it's in there, and you know it's going to come out. You don't know when, but you know that it likely will end your season when it does. Mm-hmm. So as, as exciting as all that was, and particularly for us, I don't know that he's going to be back as a player. The league had collectively told him he was done. It wasn't just one team. There were a lot of injuries, more injuries this year than any I can remember at quarterback. Mm -hmm. And his phone wasn't ringing until we finally needed him. So I would not bring him back, and here's why. If you bring him back, you have to be prepared to do one of the following. Carry three quarterbacks or lose DTR. And I have not yet made a decision on DTR that he can't play. Mm -hmm. I also haven't made the decision that he can play. And because of that, we need to see more. And we're not going to see more if Joe Flacco is in town. It's interesting because
0: you and G were both got to bring him back, got to bring him back. I
1: I said, sign
0: him to an extension now. Now There was no
1: harm in that because you could always cut him. You could release him. Yeah. But, and and what it does is it locks him down and keeps him from going to another team if that's what you want to do. But I don't. I don't think that he's going to be back in a bronze uniform next year, but I would love yeah. to see him back with as a as a quarterback coach
0: for, for me, Deshaun Watson in a vacuum. If I wasn't worried about salary cap, if I wasn't worried about <laughs> feelings of other players, it's a no brainer. Joe Flacco is the best player that they can have as a backup quarterback. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't work in a vacuum. And listen, I. I could speculate based on what I'm watching on TV, but I'm not in the Browns locker room. But I do know people who do spend time in the Browns locker room, Mm -hmm. and those people across the board that I've spoken to have said that the Joe Flacco-Deshaun Watson relationship is weird. Really? It's weird. I'm disappointed to hear that. that. Yeah, that's not great. Now, we don't know that for sure it's Deshaun Watson's fault, I think the assumption would be that it was John Watson's club. Well, we who would that. be more troubled by the other's presence? Yeah, Joe isn't troubled yeah. by now. It, to, uh, weird doesn't mean they may just not. They may just be two different types of guys. To be fair, it doesn't.
2: You yeah, go ahead. To be fair on that aspect, yeah. what they spend together three days? I don't know. I mean, I don't yeah, know. How Watson's much, not playing. I, I don't know. I don't how know much. Much. Watson does. He did. He missed like. But how suffer, much time was all he around Joe's the guess? facility? Was he around the team? No, he was he, was in, at, he was in L.A. all the time. Well, right.
1: but he was at a number of games. He was a captain for the Jets game, too. He was present at. No, I think there was another. He was game more than was two. At. But he, still, Jets, L.A. Jets and
2: Joe was at the oh, LA game. Joe but was sat busy, in the box. But the bottom the line
0: is Joe's busy during the game. Sure. Right? You know, sure. So he, he, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they they don't know. It's like three days. Which is why ultimately I wouldn't want to bring him back as a coach or because the biggest thing is one of you guys said it. I don't remember. In terms of a player. The second Watson doesn't play well. There's gonna be guys on the team saying, yeah, why don't we play Joe? That. Right? I mean, that's just gonna happen, and you can't have that. That's bad but, yeah. for the team. So ultimately, what I would do if I were the Browns is I would have three quarterbacks. I would have DTR, mm-hmm. and I would I would want to bring in like a I guess a Jake Browning type of veteran that's in the mix also, a guy who's right. been around a while, but maybe hasn't played that much, that you see something in. And I'd let them compete for the backup role and see what happens. But next season's all about Deshaun Watson. If the Browns are going to make, if this contract is going to salvage, I'm sorry, (laughs) if this trade and contract are going to salvage themselves from being disasters, because as of right now they're disasters, it's Deshaun Watson having a great season, well, not uh,
2: a, not a decent season. No, great, a
0: great season. I'm glad next year. you uh,
2: worded it that way because at the beginning of this year we said if Deshaun Watson doesn't play well, this season's over with. That that was not the case. Deshaun no, Watson right. went out and they still made it. Yeah, that's run. why I think the quarterback, the backup quarterback
1: role is so important. Look, I did we see progression from DTR? I think we did a little bit. His first start was a disaster. It was you know. He was what told he, a couple hours three before kickoff or, four, yeah. that he was going to start against the Baltimore Ravens. I that thought way. that was incredibly unfair yeah. to judge him on that. I think he did play better after that. I thought he had some moments. And I do think that he can be the backup quarterback here in Cleveland. But what we've learned about backup quarterbacks, if they're any good at all, they're leaving after their first contract. So teams, I think the... One of the things we've learned about the league is teams are almost in this perpetual state of changing backup quarterbacks. Yeah, that's just it. And that makes it really difficult for any of them to have great success. Right. And
2: I don't like... Let me see that DTR graphic one more time. I That's not fair. It, I mean, I know it's what it is, but that's not really fair as far as the touchdown interceptions because he threw like two or three touchdowns and got dropped. So,
1: I, well, it, I mean, doesn't that happen to all quarterbacks? I, no, well, but his
2: was like money balls. I, I, I
0: do think it... I agree with Jay. If you look, you know, I test. He was hideous in that first game against the Ravens. A, an impossible spot. In his second game, I don't even remember now who he played against. I can't even, they even remember. They
3: beat the Steelers
0: 13-10. What was that? 13-10 His first 10 start Steelers. was
3: they beat the Steelers 13-10. And then what was his next start? And then he got start. hurt against Denver.
0: And then he got Right, right. I thought he had played better. He obviously played better against Steelers. And then the next game he played even better. That's he a got concern hurt.
2: of mine, too, is his health. He's very thin. He's a stick. Yeah. And last point, then we can move on. This is real quick. Joe Flacco did wrong because before Joe Flacco got here, Jacoby Brissett was the greatest backup in Cleveland history, and they all, you don't even know his name anymore because of Joe Flacco. Ain't that crazy? And he's the only quarterback that didn't play this year was Jacoby Brissett. Which is crazy. Or whoever the hell the Bills backup
0: is, he didn't play. He
2: did play. Jacoby Brissett played. Yeah, he played. Oh, he didn't he, start. Sorry, never started, started the game.
0: <laughs>